<laughs> I went out, I went out to breakfast this morning. And it's a place yeah. where you can it's a place where you can sit outside. It's like in this like nice kind of main street. Um yeah. so I ask if I can sit outside and they seat us literally all the way around the corner around the side of the building. So we're like basically in front of a barbershop at this point. So we're not okay. like really we're we're sitting against the wall of the establishment that we're eating at, but like as far okay. away as you could possibly be seated. So as we're sitting yeah. down, I, I look behind us. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really nice. I, I love eating breakfast at Murph's Barbershop. It's a really, really cool place <clears throat> yeah. to eat. So we sit down, sit in there for a while, order coffees and whatever, uh, start drinking coffee. And uh, I hear behind me someone start talking. And there's no one sitting behind us. So there's just like someone who's kind of talking to someone else. And I thought they were like panhandling or something. I thought it was like someone going around asking for money. Yeah. But a guy walks up to me and stands right next to me and looks at me. And I look at him and I immediately recognize that this man is a barber who is working at Murph's <laughs> Barbershop. And I look at the little like he has the old timey like patch on his shirt. Yeah. that has his name stitched into it and it's murph it is the murph of murph's barbershop it's murph. it's murph himself and he goes oh my god excuse me young man what are you doing after you eat breakfast and i say <laughs> i say um i didn't really have any plans why he goes i would love to cut your hair and make you look like a more attractive person it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how we phrase it <laughs> that's, that's such a bird Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprotti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a wonderful Japanese reality TV show that you should tell all your friends to watch. What's your name? My name is Andrew Caprotti. Did you say that already? Yes, I did. Oh, well... Train goes off the rails 10 seconds in. Um, here's the thing. We haven't done this in a while. I, I, I think um, just to start the episode, uh, let's let's get this stuff out of the way. If you like the show, I would love if you went and rated it on iTunes. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Enough people have done that at this point that we are currently featured in the TV talk section of Apple Podcasts, which is which amazing. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's insane. We're alongside like the Game of Thrones recaps, the Westworld recaps, the Bachelor recaps. It's very very cool uh and that is because of you guys so thank you all for doing that it really does mean a lot that any of you listen in the first place yeah thank you for thank you for listening also we have a twitter account it's at no script at all it, uh, you can just go find it there and we have a facebook group if you go to facebook and type in no script at all you will find it um I it's just the wanted... one with the big it's the one with the big yamachan picture as the banner yeah yeah i just wanted to mention all that stuff up front just because some people don't listen all the way to the end, which is very okay if you don't do hey, that. I'd, sometimes I don't either. I generally don't in the podcast podcasts, I listen so. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just a heads up for those of you who maybe don't know that those two things exist. Yeah. Come hang out. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, anyway. let's talk about the show. So this is episode number 14 of Opening New Doors. It's called The Birthday That Decided Their Fate, uh, which I think after this episode, I feel pretty good about. I mean, going in, it was like a like a what oh, if. No. Yeah, situation. Because I didn't know who it who it meant. Because it's both Ami and Xion's birthday. Who did who did you think it was going to refer to? I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Xion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also just with the whole like big Subasa plan uh, that was yeah. kind of like the Ocean's Eleven thing that was being planned in the last episode. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, Shohei, you're going to dress up like one of the guys running the blackjack table. You're going to be Anne Hathaway. You're going to be yeah. Anne Hathaway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of excited to see what was going to happen. Um, and now knowing what happens, I feel really good. Because if this episode is called The Birthday That Decided Their Fate, I assume things go pretty well going forward for them. I also assume that things go well because things went really well. Yeah. Uh, I love this episode. Me too. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. It was 100% like the episode, like this episode exists because all the boring stuff happened last episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was kind of our hypothesis. I don't know if I left it in the episode or not, but we kind of talked about the idea that the last episode was very low key because it was literally just planning out what was going to happen in this episode and it super yeah. pays off it's really fun yeah i mean this entire episode takes place over two days it is literally the yeah, birthday and yeah. and the day after like the morning day after yeah, yeah. uh which is very cool so let's get into it because there's a lot to talk about i think um it's really fun so uh in the panel they're just like they're just excited about what's going to happen with this whole birthday party thing. Yama is really excited for Xion to maybe turn out to be a bad guy if he... Hey, man. Yeah. Newsflash, man. <laughs> I don't know if he's been watching the past two episodes. Maybe he's just been phoning it in, but... Yeah. Uh... Yeah. It's it... What's really interesting about this episode and the panel specifically is the, like, growing distress between Yama and Trindle. <laughs> I know. Like, Trindle's, like, really starting to speak up and, like, kind of... <laughs> take him down in really interesting ways it's starting to like i wonder if it's actually a problem in their relationship yeah outside of the show i'm like wow should we get a child on this yeah i mean it makes for great tv don't get oh, me wrong it's great the panel oh, is wow. better than they have been this entire season yeah these past two episodes have been killing it honestly yeah and they're they're also wondering if taka's gonna shave his face i think i expressed a lot of disappointment last episode that taka did not shave i think it super pays off in this episode uh so oh yeah let's yep. get there that top lip. Uh, that top, top lip Taka. So we go into the show and Shohei and Taka are in the car. We don't know where they're going yet, but they are in the car and they're just having a conversation. And Shohei opens this conversation with, quote, how big are they? Hey. <laughs> hey, it's the police. What are you fucking talking about? Taka goes, what? And I also go, hey, what? What? <laughs> and, and everybody who's ever watched the show goes, hey, Shohei. What? What? And Shohei goes, you know what I mean. Your feelings for Ami. No, that's not what we thought. <laughs> Nobody thought that. Nobody, Nobody thought, thought that. that. Zero people thought that. Oh, dude. <laughs> He's like, hey, did you realize how much you were into her during the, the night snowboarding ride? And Taka goes, nope. No, it was when she said, uh, I wish you were five years younger. That was, that was when it hit me. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. Even though he was misinterpreting what Ami was saying. No, but I think I think Ami was also misinterpreting what she was trying to say. So, you know. Yeah, maybe. That's true. He made lemonade out of lemons, and I appreciate that yes. part of his personality. So Yeah, agreed. Uh, Shohei goes, I'm going on a date with her soon, and who knows what could happen. I just want there to not be any hard feelings between the two of us. All right. That sounds really cocky, but sure. <laughs> yeah, and Taka goes, yeah, I don't want there to be any hard feelings between any of the guys. This is the part where Shohei should go, nice. Glad to hear that. Everything's cool. But instead, Shohei goes, but something might happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has a darkness inside of her. And I, and I want to shine a light on it. What's wrong with you? Uh, worth noting that Shohei is smiling and laughing throughout this entire conversation. <laughs> Taka super is not. Taka's not. That mustache is very still. He is not. <laughs> that top lip is not moving <laughs> at not all. not moving. <laughs> 
I know I, I'm very kind of open about not really liking Shohei that much at the moment. He hasn't really given me a lot to like yet. This scene in particular is like, hey, man, no hard feelings, but I'm kind of an asshole, which yeah, is, I mean, like, sucks. My thoughts on Shohei have been pretty neutral. Yeah. Because I don't really see, like, the, the shittiest thing that he's done is, like, forcing that guy to listen to his mixtape, <laughs> which I think is a sin. Yeah. I'm it's a sin. Still in pain. Yeah, but other than that, like, I mean, this conversation was also like, oh, that's so gross, my dude. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. So after that, we cut to the mall. I haven't been to a mall in like seven years. Oh, really? I was at I just one remember. today. Yeah. And it was... Really? Great. Yeah, there's like... I live in New Jersey. New Jersey is called the Garden State, but it is really just all malls. <laughs> Did you have some Wetzel's pretzels? I super didn't. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, thanks for reminding me that they exist, though. Now I want one. Uh, or yeah. Auntie Anne's, man. The two, I, will, I will say two things about New Jersey. New Jersey is not the Garden State. It's definitely the mall state. New Jersey is mm-hmm. also where Mad Max Fury Road is based off of. Oh, I did see your tweet this morning. <laughs> it is like hell driving. It sounds very scary. In New Jersey. It's, I love going on road trips outside of New Jersey. But coming back home. <laughs> oh, my God. Everywhere else is so chill. I feel like I'm I feel like I've been trained in like a defensive driving course my entire oh, life yeah. by, by growing up driving in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Me, too. Here in Texas. In I Puerto Rico. nail a car chase. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's try. Yeah, I should go to like Alabama and escape from the police. I think I'd be killer <gasps> at it. Yeah, that'd be really fun. You could be you'd be right next to us. You can make some moonshine. <laughs> um, anyway, the two of them are at the mall and the mall. And they're looking for decorations for the house for Ami and Shion's birthday. Uh, and we cut back to the house and they are setting up for this thing. And they do a really good job. It looks yeah. really nice. Yeah. Sometimes I think when they're decorating for these things, they're kind of going a little bit overboard. Because um, it looks like they're like decorating for like a party at the house. And there's going to be like a lot of people, but it's only the six of them. What I think about, too, is that like this is it might be a little overboard, but it is also two birthdays for the price of one. That is true. So think about that. Yeah, that's a great point. You can't just like put a, like a little streamer and be like, happy birthday, both Ami and Shion. It is your birthday. Like the Dwight. Yeah. Yes. Have at least one streamer per person. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, we, we also see Subasa, and she is setting up some birthday stuff in the TV room. Hmm. The heist begins. <laughs> the heist begins. Uh, so everybody's sitting in the kitchen and Xi'an and Ami arrive. Uh, and, and some of the like party popper things go off and Ami and Xi'an are both frightened by it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, Xi'an, there's a really good Xi'an face. If you go back and watch this episode again, pause on the Xi'an face. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, and here's an interesting thing. They have assigned seats. They're like, you have to sit here and you have to sit here. Ami sits next to Taka, which makes sense. You would expect yeah. that. Yes. Xi'an does not sit next to Subasa. Xi'an does not sit across from Subasa. Xi'an is sitting diagonal from Subasa, which is weird. Is he sitting in front of Ami? Yes. I think maybe they did that because they're the two birthday people and the birthday cake's going to be in the middle. Oh, wow. So if anything... Yes. So if anything, Subasa should have sat next to Xi'an. I agree. I'm just saying. I, I've gone to a lot of birthday parties at restaurants before. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I don't know what I was gonna say, but yeah. That works. Yeah, you gotta sit closest to the cake. Uh here's my question for you. How old is Ami and is she allowed to drink now? And is this her first drink? Because they're all drinking, I think. I think champagne. she's twenty. I think she turns twenty. Yeah. 
And 20 is the legal drinking age in Japan. Yeah. Wow. Because they I sure mean, are she, all drinking champagne together. Yeah, she's taking it like she knows what she's doing. So I don't know if it's her first drink. She might have oh, Shane no, Whited no, no. it a little bit. Yeah, but, of course. But yeah. It's I 2018. Think, I think she's 20. Yeah, 2018. Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> Just drinking Mountain Dews. Mountain Dews, baby. Uh, they're both, both of the birthday people are wearing some wonderful tiaras, by the way. Yeah, it's really cute. Which I really like. Taka and Shohei, they get up and they excuse themselves so they can go prep for something. And I thought that they were leaving together, but they're not because you cut to Shohei and he's in the boys' room and he is putting candles in the cake. And Taka is not there conspicuously. And hmm. we, we cut to find that Taka is in the bathroom and he's shaving that face. Oh my God. <laughs> it's happening. I'm so. It's happening. It's so good. It's also good that he waited until like the moment where it clearly misses his her surprise. It's amazing. There's nothing better than the fact that he he took time out of his day at the Dollar Shave Club it up goes in the bathroom. He is at half of the birthday party with a mustache and a half of the birthday party without a mustache. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's a look, and like he the the hair was pretty thick. It must have taken like a second to like take that thing off. Yeah. Then we cut to the intro, and it's fine. Yeah, I skipped it, but <laughs> because I was too hyped about, about the facial hair coming off. I watched the intro because I wanted to post it to my Snapchat story. Just kidding, my Aww. Instagram story. Fuck Snapchat, what? Anyway. We come back from the intro, and Taka walks in, and he's covering his face with the cake. The cake is lit. Everybody is... is uh, it's lit. It's, it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> What's good, Tara's house? Oh, shit. And Shohei starts singing Happy Birthday, and he is really singing it. He's hamming it up. He is. He's using his she voice. Yeah, he is Mariah Carey as fuck. <laughs> really going for it. Really American idling as much as he can. Uh, worth noting that when he says Happy Birthday, Ami and Sean, he does say, uh, and Sean, he does say Sean. Yeah, because Sean is, is his American name. It's actually. I love. You can tell that Xi'an is kind of drunk because he's trying to harmonize with Shohei. Yeah. It's, it's terrible, but like terrible really in bad. a good way. It's um, fun. Yeah. It's fun bad. I liked it a lot. Uh, and Taka puts the cake on the table and it is our first glimpse at no mustache Taka. I can't believe it's real. What? I thought. Went through your head. How did you feel I, about it? I thought that man was born with a mustache for a while. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but now that I see his top lip, first of all, he's very handsome without that top without that mustache. For real. Like like even with the mustache, he was like pretty good looking, but like without that mustache, he's like chiseled. Yeah, man. He's like a very pretty man. Yeah, I was like blown away at how handsome this dude was. And now I understand why why like in movies sometimes like the girl puts on glasses and then she takes them off and she's fucking beautiful. Mm. I feel like with boys, it's just like like facial hair. Yeah, maybe. Except I'm scared that like maybe because I've never seen my boyfriend without a beard. And we've been yeah. dating for three years. Yeah. If he ever shaves his beard, will will I just like see secrets that I've never wanted to see before? <laughs> I feel like at that point. Yeah. At that point, I, he just needs to keep it on until he dies. I think now that he is a handsome, suave man, it was a good decision, even if he was doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a good thing that it happened. That's the thing. Because he does so, look better now than he did earlier. Yes, yes but I think that he's going to regrow it. Oh. 
yeah, I think he's gonna probably. regrow it. One, I think he's gonna regrow it, and then two, I think he did it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think we can see it happen in the rest of the scene. Yeah, because I can. I felt regret. Yeah, I and I had nothing taken from me. I'm interested. To, I wonder how many episodes can it take before Taka has a mustache again? Probably like two. Yeah, wait, do you, do you want to throw down? Do you want to, do you want to yeah, guess? Yeah, shit. What do you think? Um, I say two. You say two? I say two. I believe in his hair. I believe in his follicles. How many episodes are left in part two? Two episodes, right? Yeah. Is that I true? So. Yeah, it's like eight episodes, right? Oh, wait, this is, this is 14? Yeah, yeah, two episodes left. Oh, my God. I think by the end of part two, he's going to have a mustache. Part three, full-blown bo- full beard. Oh, my God. Talk is going to be cousin it by, by oh, part shit, four. Oh, shit, yes. Um, I think first episode, no, sec, I'm going to say second episode of part three, Taka has a okay. mustache. Let's throw down. Again. Yeah. Okay. Loser uh, gets to gloat. Wait, winner gets to gloat. No, I love loser gets to gloat. Let's do that. <laughs> I lost, dude. It's fine. <laughs> it's sick. <laughs> Loser's bracket. Love it. Anyway, Ami yep. doesn't notice that the mustache no, has been shaved. No, she doesn't at all. Which is. Granted, it was a little dark in there. It was dark in there. Shohei goes yeah. and turns the lights back on. Yes. So everybody can see. Uh, Taka's, the first thing he says is, quote, I thought I'd try to be younger. And Ami's response is, it's funny. Oh. Oh, no. And that's kind of it. That's kind of it. Everybody just starts giving Ami gifts after that. That's as much as we get. <laughs> that, was, that was so disappointing. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. It only gets worse, too. Yeah. So everybody starts giving Ami gifts. Sena gives her a bunch of Givenchy stuff. Is that how you say that, nice. Givenchy? I think so, right? Givenchy. 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 I think it's Givenchy. Uh, Tarjay. Tarjay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gets a beret from Shohei, who says, Cute. I remembered that you said you wanted one in the Jazz Fest. So Berets are very on brand. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very on, on it's brand. It's on trend right now, yeah. And also, like... Cute, like a nice, a nice present. A thoughtful better, gift. Better than the pencils that someone got someone else in Aloha State. Oh yeah, do you remember that? Sometimes I just think about that, and I'm oh like, oh my god, Man. I forgot. Um, yeah. So Subasa gives her a huge gift, and there's two things in there, and Shiana's like, maybe one is for me, and Subasa goes, uh, sorry, I didn't get you anything. Maybe next time. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The heist continues. It's so funny. It's like an, it's actually the anti heist, I guess, right? Because yeah. Tsubasa is trying to give something instead of steal something. Anyway, yes. Uh, what Tsubasa got for Ami was a sweatshirt, and it says "Milk Fed" on it. Yeah, which I googled. Turns out it's a it's a Japanese it's a fashion cute, brand. It's a really cute like ghoul, like brand in Harajuku. It has like a really cute store. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I was on their it's website. Really cute. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. What is weird is if you type in milk fed, uh, Google also gives you results for Sofia Coppola. I don't. <laughs> don't know why. I don't like that. Yeah. Very yeah, strange. there she is, huh? <laughs> Are you weird. there? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, milk fed's cool. I, I want to order yeah. some stuff from there, TBH. They do, they do stuff with, um, they did a Mumi, a Barba Papa collection when I was in Japan in I don't December. know what that is. It's, um, it's a character. It's like a big pink blob. I think he's like Moomin-ish, like equivalent to Moomin. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he does, but he's cute. He's a big old fat blob, and I like him. Nice. The extent of my Japanese mascot. I love blobs. Theory. Yes, me too. Love blobs. You heard it here first. My, my, my new band name. Love blobs? Yeah. That's a great band name. Right? Isn't it good? <laughs> um, 
that'll be that'll be Shohei's third band. Oh, love blobs. Anyway, love Taka blobs. gives uh, Ami the gift that he got, and we all know the where it is. The dope gift. Yeah, it's an awesome gift. Yeah, it's Vans old schools, the classic. They're black with a white stripe on them. They look great. Uh, and we see big smile Ami. She's got that big smile. She's very happy. Yeah, she did. She's very happy yeah. receiving gifts. She. This yeah. is this is Ami in her element. It seems because I mean, me too. <laughs> I Who's also not, like yeah. getting gifts, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so It's just nice. It was nice seeing her happy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. After this, Xion looks at the clock. He's like, oh, man, it's super late. And Subasa's is like, all right, well, I guess I'm out. I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> and then she winks at the camera. Uh, she doesn't. And Shohei is like, hey, Xion, do you have a minute to talk? And then he also winks at the camera. And they go into the hallway. Shohei is like, hey, uh, I'll meet you in there. Just I'm going to go hit the bathroom first. And we see Subasa, and she's sitting on the steps, like just overhearing all of it's this. It's really happen. cute. It's like a perfectly framed It's a really shot. good shot. Yeah. Yeah. The only shot that is better is Xian goes into the room. We don't, we don't see him go into the room, but we hear him go, ho ho, when he ho, sees ho. all the gifts. He's like, ex- uh, not the gifts, the, the like decorations and the TV. Yeah, room. everything. He's, like, excited about it. The best shot in this entire episode is Subasa starts to head into the room and Shohei just kind of like sticks his head out of the bathroom back into the hallway. <laughs> and the- yeah, and gives like a big smile and a thumbs up like a cartoon character. It is- I love it. It's very much a comic. It's a, it's a comic strip. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and, and here's a scene that I think... <sighs> As I was so I, I'm starting a thing where I only watch each episode once before we record this show. So I'm taking notes as as I'm watching the first time. Um, yeah, because I, I, I start I, I like just that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like coming into recording this show like very fresh. Like I just watched this for the first time like two hours ago. Um, yeah. So anyway, I this scene I was like very. Up in the air about how to kind of yeah, receive it or whatever. Um, so I, I kind of want to talk. As I was watching it, yeah, yeah, I kind of want to talk about like first impressions of this scene. But they sit down. Subasa goes in. Shion is there, and uh, she's like, "Hey, here's your gift," and, and hands him this gift. And uh, he opens it up, and it's a scarf. It's a two tone scarf. Yeah, Half of it is it's like really cute. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's light like a little ombre. It's a little ombre scarf. Yeah, it's like a light blue, and then uh, on one half, and then on the other half, it's um, like a yellowish. I think right, like greenish yellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really nice. First of all. It's a really yeah. nice scarf. I like it a lot. I wish I had that scarf. TBH. It's a nice wool blend. Yeah. It seems like something that will make me like have allergies. <laughs> and it looks very comfy. Uh, Xian picks all of the decorative flowers off of the box, by the way, and he puts them all in his hair. So he's like... It's cute. I love him. He, he puts the scarf on immediately. He kind of wraps it around his face. We kind of... We, we get a shot that pulls back a little bit, and we see that they're both very much sitting on exact opposite sides of this couch. Yeah. Which at first I was like, that is not that a great stinks. sign. Um, but then he says, quote, I'm so happy. Why'd you have to surprise me like that? Um, and she goes, well, you've been down lately. And he goes, oh, I seem down. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm very happy. A couple things I think that are worth noting about this scene. Number one, I wonder if she was interpreting him trying to distance himself as him being down, right? Like, because he... I at least based on the last episode seemed like he was trying to kind of remove himself. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't really doing it well, but yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if that could be misinterpreted on her end because usually Xian is so animated and lively and like very, um, very, yeah. very openly hyped about Subasa. And I imagine yeah. him pulling back would remove that side of I him. Think, 
I think I would have done the same thing. I think I would have interpreted this as like something's happening. Maybe he didn't get that like Guam commercial. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the yeah. which by the which way, someone did. posted it, in the Facebook group. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Xian gets the commercial and it is unbelievable. Up. His name is Steven. The, his name is he, Steven. He speaks English. He has a very interesting, very deep voice. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. But also, like, I don't know, it's a really weird commercial. The product looks creepy as shit. Anyway, yep. just watch it. The product is also weird. Agreed. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, so that, that's one half of things. Uh, the other half is I was, try- I was trying to get a read on Xi'an. It reminded me a lot of their date at Sasa when Tsubasa was talking about, like, what it was like growing up and just two of them where he met her dad and all that kind of stuff. And, like, yeah. my takeaway from that scene when we first saw it, was like, this is a dude who is learning a lot about a person he's into and seeing kind of like past the curtain in a way and seeing someone for who they really are and like yeah. falling for them is the vibe that I got Yes, um, from that. And that is also the vibe I got from this scene, personally. But I don't, but I don't trust myself since last time. <laughs> exactly. Because last time this happened... He ended up saying, oh, I don't think I could see a relationship with her. Um, This time, it really seemed like he was so overwhelmed by what was happening that he didn't didn't know what to do. Yeah, he couldn't even like function, which was kind of endearing. Honestly, I know it was really cute. I know on this podcast, we're very team like. Don't trust Xi'an. Yeah, but trying to just read his body language, at least in this scene, I was like. This dude is clearly very into her, even though he's saying that he's not, uh, which I thought was interesting. At least that was my reason. I don't know if I saw if I saw like him being into her like that, that that clearly for me. Yeah. But I did see like this dude like genuinely thinks that this is the sweetest thing that's ever happened to him. And he he really appreciates her even as like as a person. Right. Not sure if romantic or not. And it was just it was really sweet to just see just see that like seeing both ami be really happy and Xion be like genuinely happy made me made me made me happy yeah it was nice so after that we come to the panel obviously this is all the panel talks about is just like did this work did this not work uh tokui throws his hail mary which i agreed with as he was saying it uh personally which was like because because the panel is kind of like i don't think this worked out he seems like he was like sitting very far away he didn't seem like very open about it or whatever uh tokui was kind of on my level that was like maybe he was just so moved that he like couldn't really respond good job tokui 10 points for yeah. gryffindor or whatever what house wow this is a whole other episode gryffindor. this is a whole this is a bonus episode we have to do a bonus episode about sorting people oh my god into so houses, what you're talking right? about we do we have to Saint, do that sliverin we do let's go please oh my god please <laughs> listeners hold us to that Oh uh, in, in between parts, we will record an episode. I don't know who will sort into houses, but we'll sort someone. We'll sort everyone. Y- Yudai is... Oh, Yudai I... doesn't go to Hogwarts. Yudai doesn't go to Hogwarts. He goes <laughs> y- to the... Yudai never gets his letter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yudai's living under the, the stairs at the Dudley's place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying Yudai... to learn how to cook. Yeah, Yudai is Harry Potter if he never got his letter. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's sad. All right. Just talking to snakes. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we come back from the panel and we're at the show and uh, we cut back to the dining room and the dining room still contains everybody except for Subas and Xi'an. Um, mm-hmm. They're all still like going at it. They're all still partying. Uh, and Sena kind of uh, leads this conversation and she's like, hey, so you two have gone on a bunch of dates. 
talking to yes. Ami and Taka. Like, how's that going? You shaved your mustache. That was a good move. And um, I love her. She's just trying to like initiate this and like trying to get this going. And Ami looks at Taka and is like, "Hey, is this because I said I wished you were five years younger?" And he goes, "Yep." And Ami He's responds, being direct. "Yeah, he is being direct." Yeah. Uh, and Ami responds by saying nothing, showing no emotion, looking directly yep. at the floor. Yep. Yep. And Sena kind of jumps in here now, playing wingman for Ami in a way, and is like. Hey, so Ami doesn't express her feelings, but she does feel internally. So Taka, don't worry about it. Uh, she is processing this. And Taka's like, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm glad somebody does. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, and Sana's like, oh, you just have to be clear with her. Otherwise, she won't know. Which feels like a conversation that you would that have. That shouldn't happen in front of the person. <laughs> when the person is sitting right there and can speak for themselves. Yeah. Taka's like, well, yeah, it's true. I did try and look younger. And Sena's like, well, you can't say it like that. And Ami looks at Sena. This is the only time she really says anything, really. And is like, to Sena, you're relentless. And I think, like, it seems like fun and playful, but I think was. But, and no. I think that was her way of being like, I really don't want to have this conversation at all. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's kind of brutal, especially reading it back in these notes now, knowing what happens later. But anyway, uh, Taka says, quote, I wanted to become younger. Uh, I invited you night riding, right? I wanted to go riding with you. Emphasis on you. It's like, that's why I asked you out again. I just wanted to go out with you again. And I wanted you to know that. Um, yeah. It, it did take us 50 minutes of the last podcast episode to get to that realization that the way that Taka could have probably solved everything is by having, by saying exactly that to Ami in the previous episode. Um, yeah, but, but at least we got it. At least we got it. I do wish that it was not at a table with these four people. Yeah. Altogether, to be totally honest. I yeah, think- and it kind of makes it gross, because it's also in front of Shohei, who's like, something might happen. So. Yeah, exactly. I think, like, I think the Sana effect is good. I do think the Sana effect gets problematic when it happens in public with both people, in a weird yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like the Sana effect when it is happening individually, where it's like, I'm going to sit Ami down, and I'm going to talk to her about this and like suss out her feelings. I'm going to sit down with Taka and suss out his feelings and like try and figure out how to blend those two together in a way that makes yeah. sense by giving them mm-hmm. each advice individually about how to handle it. I think that's a good way of doing it. This way of like publicly calling these people out in front of the other person in the love triangle is kind of a problem. Probably not a, not a good look. Yeah. Um, but also, everybody's drinking a lot of wine, so, so you know, you things know, happen. Well, <laughs> Sana's always drinking wine, so it's not exactly... Yeah. I think Sana's fine, but exactly. everyone else is like, whatever. Exactly. Uh, anyway, Ami responds to Taka's big thing by just nodding, uh, and Taka's like, does any of that bother you? And Ami just says, I'm thinking about things, and then the scene ends. You can't. <laughs> what the fuck's gonna happen? Come on, Netflix. I maybe 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 that's just where it ended. Everybody just stood up and walked away. <laughs> yeah, what, what if she just said that and everybody silently, like a sim, like a sim when you cancel their like action, <laughs> they just stand up and just walk away. Scava the baba, and then they all just leave. <laughs> wala boo, and someone pisses himself. <laughs> wala wala. <laughs> yeah. Um. So after that, we cut to the girls' room, uh, and it's just Ami and Tsubasa, and they're sitting there. Ami's like, hey, so you didn't ask Shiana out to dinner, huh? And Tsubasa yeah, says... Yeah, that is the thing that I was missing. Yeah, I forgot that she was going to do that. Me too. I did too. Until this happened. 
Um, yeah. And she was I like, think I, she mentions it last episode. So that yeah. was a century ago for us. Yeah, right, exactly. And Subasa was like, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Maybe another day. After that, I feel Ami, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it happens. After that, Ami brings up the Sana conversation. And it's just like, I couldn't handle it. It made me really uncomfortable, which I totally get, TBH. Yeah, I do too. And I'm glad that she, she said something. Because um, it would have really stunk for her not to say anything. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, Subasa just kind of looking at the floor is like, oh man, Taka's trying really, really hard. And I think Subasa's like, I don't know, just on the outset is like into that. I also like the Subasa and Taka relationship in the house, like the two of them kind of going after the person that they're into and they have like this cool friendship about it. Um, so yeah. I just like that Subasa knows, just like knows that side of it. Person. Yeah, we're the sportiest people in in the house and we just hang out a lot together and do athletics together. So there's like another relationship in there too. Yeah, like exactly. Friendship. Yeah. yeah I, I like them a lot. Um, and Ami responds by saying, quote, he's a nice person. Okay. And that, that's the end of that scene. And we come to the boys room, but before we do that, I think the thing that struck me about this scene is Ami talking about how she had a hard time responding during that, like, maybe confrontation is the right word. I guess. Interrogation, yeah. I think, is, is a good word, yeah. She had a hard time responding. She had a hard time talking about her feelings. I think, in a way, what she just experienced was kind of a microcosm of what Taka is dealing with. Yeah. And I don't know if anyone in the house is going to interpret it this way. Uh, I don't even know if the producers put this scene here intending to make this point, but I think the point that was made is kind of interesting. It's like Ami expects complete openness and Ami expects people to simultaneously be uninterested and very interested, but if they are interested, be very upfront about it. And I need to know specifically everything about what's going through your head and how much you're into me and how much you're not into me. Interestingly, Ami, when confronted with the same opportunity does not take it yeah and i wonder if like in in watching this back is that going to cause her to kind of recalibrate her thinking on how she should be reacting to other people who are potentially interested in her i don't know if it will because it seems like she's she's still very much figuring out her own stance on things yeah but I think it will be eye-opening to see, like, not not so much her, but to, like, to have people around her, like, her friends and, or stuff, like, realize it and tell her about it. Like, people that she yeah. values their opinion of her. Yeah. I do feel bad for Ami just in terms of the panel stuff. Yeah. I also kind of feel bad for Ami because this was her birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And <laughs> that really stunk. Yeah. Yeah, the panel is also really hard on her, which, I mean, I, can't, I get it. Like, she's not my favorite person in the house. Right. But I, I don't know. I think maybe, I think the ladies are a lot more, more sympathetic to her because they've kind of been through like the struggle, I guess. Yeah. Like they've all been like 19 and like, like been awkward and like, I'm sure the dudes have too, but like, it's kind of a different experience like from them. Right. Um, yeah. This is the beginning of her career as a yeah. famous person. Like she is a famous person now. Um, and not everybody is good at it when they start. Sucks to have every moment of it televised. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, though, you did sign up for this. But, you know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we cut to the boys' room where uh, we find out that Xian had the exact opposite experience that Ami had uh, in terms of birthday enjoyment levels. Xian uh, is still wearing the scarf. I found that kind of adorable. That's so honestly. cute. I was like, your neck's going to be so sweaty. <laughs> sweaty neck Xian. That's what they call him. Ew. And top lip taka. We have to top call him. Top lip taka and sweaty neck Xian. 
Yeah, we have to come up with something for Shohei eventually. Sure, but... whatever, Shohei. <laughs> oh my, that's me. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. He doesn't really do anything this episode or even like... No, he does He does do that good thumbs up. That's good. They, uh, they asked they ask Gian what he thought of the surprise. Taka says, so did it make your heart race? Did it not? He responds by saying, uh, to be honest, it did. I'm Aww. seriously happy. This Aww. 23rd birthday might be the best I've ever had. Exact opposite of Ami's situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and he says, uh, we've gone out on dates and tested the waters, but Tsubasa always acted like we were just friends. So this surprised me. Uh, and okay. Taka's like, so you were interested in her originally. How has all of this stuff from today affected your feelings? And Xian says, to put, uh, to put it simply, I was pretty moved. Oh. End scene. It's so cryptic, but sure. Thoughts. What do you think? What was your takeaway upon watching this? I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think he digs her. I think like he legit digs her. I really, I really think that like the whole talk that he was saying earlier was just, just him not really knowing if she liked him back, which is some crazy shit. Cause like we know, (laughs) yeah, we know and we're not y'all. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me it made me really happy. I want a smooch squad. <laughs> I also am very upset that we have not been able to ring the smooch squad bell. I know, me neither. And by smooch squad bell, I super do mean air horn. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, why we haven't had air horn, horns yet. Yeah. I uh, What do you think? I don't I don't want to set myself up. Oh. Again. Oh. Here's here's my thought. In Xion's shoes, I actually think I super get where he's coming from. Mm. Because Subasa, time and time again, we've seen her admit this. We've seen her talk about this openly. She doesn't think that she's good enough for him. She doesn't think that she's good enough. And I think that manifests itself by her not showing how any much romantic, yeah. she cares in any yeah. kind of romantic way. If you think about the dates that they've been on, like a lot of the kind of cuter moments have come from Xi'an kind of putting himself out there to create yeah. situations. And I, I think... You know, Subasa kind of responds by like accepting and saying, yes, I will go on this date and I will do this stuff with you. But Xi'an is kind of like moving everything forward in that department. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time that she has really been like, I'm going to put the saddle on the horse and I'm going to make all this stuff happen. And I think for Xi'an, that was refreshing. That was an eye opening experience and kind of made him realize that she actually is as into him as he was into her. I think he was kind of maybe at this point where it was like, maybe I should just get over this and move on and continue living my life in this house without this, because like, I'm not receiving as much as I'm giving at this point, which I do think Mm -hmm. like is true. Subasa is a person that is super fucking busy and very devoted to what she's doing. Yeah. It is understandable that a person who has self-confidence issues, who is also very 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 focused on winning hockey games might not be able to put 100% into returning and reciprocating what they're getting in a romantic relationship at least in the beginning the beginning stages of one yeah i can understand that i can see that and it's 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 it is it, it sucks to like like have hindsight and see that like oh maybe on those dates like she really was just treating him like a friend yeah because maybe like maybe netflix got me and like the editing on that sasa date was just like really 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 good yeah and maybe that did come off as like more of like a friendship thing in real life Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day i'm just glad that now basically everyone's feelings are out there yes 
and now we can the fun the fun begins <laughs> now we count down to smoot squad smoot squad we're getting there yeah i hope so yeah i i don't i don't want to say i i believe this person 100 percent, but i do in what he said get where he's coming from more than i did before i get his rationalization yeah. for saying what he said now yeah what he what he said like the reason why he couldn't he said but he couldn't see a relationship with her i now understand yes I'm not happy, but I understand. Right. I'm not angry, just disappointed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so anyway, the next morning is actually really cute. The, really we cut the next cute. morning. Oh my God. Shion is making some coffee and Tsubasa rolls in and Shion is like, hey, how'd you sleep? And Tsubasa goes, I couldn't sleep. And Shion's like, oh, were we too loud last night? And Tsubasa goes, no, it wasn't that. Oh. That's as much as we get there. Oh. Kind of, kind of cute. Kind of insinuating that she was just very excited and... It's cute. I love like it. Lauren. It's cute. Yeah, it is very nice. We should get a room, a tatami room. Get a fucking room, you two. It's a tatami room. <laughs> uh, so he starts making her coffee, and there's this really nice moment where he's like trying to make sure that's not too sweet for her. He's like, "Oh, I remember making coffee for you in the past, and it was always too sweet. So, like, let me kind of figure that out." So they're doing this whole thing, and they're sitting down, and he's like, "Oh, so there's a month into your last match. Uh, we should go somewhere again when you're free." So he's like, he's back in like. We're setting up dates mode. Date mode. And she responds. This is like a new Subasa after yeah. after the stuff that happened the previous night. This is like new. I'm I'm taking the rain Subasa. She's like, quote, we could even go somewhere before the match. I have days off. Yes, go. Go to Costco. Go. <laughs> Get that Costco pizza. Get that Costco pizza. We're going to stop selling the hot dog. You should go before then. <laughs> I'm so sad. Uh, Tsubasa says that she thinks the fairies have a shot this year. They're talking about the hockey stuff. That's cute. Uh, she's like, and there's a practice match coming up. And Shion is like, oh, can I go to that? So we're kind of like back to excited yeah. in the shit Shion mode also. Uh, he uh, was feeling down recently. Now he's back up. Yeah, maybe the reason he was feeling down, if if we're to go down that, that train of thought, maybe the reason he was feeling down is because he thought that the thing with Tsubasa wasn't going to work out and that bummed yeah. him out. And he was trying to avoid her. And yeah. he was like, no, I really like this person. I like hanging out with this person. And yeah. now I don't have to avoid them. Oh. Hmm. Cute. Um, and the coffee's perfect. He's going to go to the match and the coffee is perfect, which is yep. important. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then after that, we cut to. Oh, this part's awesome. Yeah. It's a really interesting scene. This part's so cool. It's at a place called the Dot Grill and Bar. Mm-hmm. And Sana is out and about. She's living it up. Living it up in the big forest. <laughs> the big forest. <laughs> Boys and girls in the forest. Boys oh, and girls in the forest. Please help them. Uh, <laughs> they need assistance. <laughs> um, Sana is still hungover from the previous night. Incredible. So she's going to drink some more. So good. Yeah, she's like ready to drink again. And who shows up but someone by the name of Hana Imai. She's from Boys and Girls Next Door. Please tell me about her because I know she nothing. She is one of my favorite people in the house. Yes. Um, I have like three favorite girls. One of them is Sena, and then mm-hmm. the other one is Hana, and then the third one is um, Chan Momo. Nice. They're 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 very good. So Hana, from what I remember of her storyline, quote unquote, because it's her fucking life. Yeah. She goes in, and I think she was a she was a model for like a a gal magazine so it was like a specific like subculture magazine in tokyo and she went into a terrace house and when she was in the terrace house she started dating this guy who was a boxer and they they dated for a bit and they stayed in the house and then they broke up in the house and they remained friends whoa 
Yeah, because they were like, we're, so we're dating now, so we're going to leave the house. And they just kind of never did. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> yeah, and so they broke up and they remained friends. And then I think eventually Hana did move out. But it was like a very mature relationship of like, hey, we're just, you, you confessed to me, I like you. We like went on a few dates, but like it's just not really working out. And it was like very like mutually understanding. That's interesting. And it was the most, the most like mature thing I've seen in any reality show ever. That's right. And I'm watching this on the flight from Japan like, wow, I'm proud of you. This happened like four years ago, but I'm very proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to take into account how young she was also. One of the things that they talk about right at the beginning of this is uh, Sayna is 31 at this point and Hana is 25. And they're like, when we first met, I was the age you are now, (laughs) which is, which is wild. Yeah. So Sayna, so Hana was like 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like 2021, which is it's crazy. And I I really do hope that Boys and Girls Next Door gets licensed and oh, everyone is able to watch it without like having to go through illegal channels or getting VPNs and stuff because yeah. it really I've only watched I haven't watched the whole thing. I've only watched like half of it and the chunk with Hana and I think the guy's name is Daiki. I think yeah. there's two Daikis in that show. Oh, really? Um I think so. It was it was really refreshing and she's just really cool. She just like hangs out and she's really positive and she like helps people out and it's nice. I like I like I like her a lot. So I'm, I was really excited to like see her. Oh, the Daiki that she dates mm-hmm. in Boys and Girls in the City is the guy who Armin goes to train in his gym. Oh, yeah. Weird. Cool. Yes. I think his name is Daiki. I could be wrong. Anyway, she's really cool. I'm excited to see her. Yeah. So they're, they're just talking about how long it's been since they last saw each other. They're talking about which of them will get married first. And both of them are like, <laughs> if the right person came along, I would get married literally right this second, which I yeah. love. Um, an interesting thing is that Hana seemed to not know that Sena was living in Terrace House again, which is kind of strange. Like, okay, there's a bunch of cameras there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Maybe because she was in Terrace House too, she was just like, maybe we're, we're doing like a documentary. I don't know. Yeah. It's it, very or it was good acting. I don't know. <laughs> weird, weird moment. But um, anyway, Santa's like, yeah, I thought it would be a really nice place to meet people, which yeah. I mean, true. That was kind of what we said right when she joined the house again was like, hey, if you're single and you want to date someone like there's no better place to be than Tara's house because they're just going to continue to feed in eligible yeah. single people. Basically. And you don't have to leave. Right. Just stay there forever. That's what Armand did. Armand stayed there until someone there showed up. There was a guy, Techan in um, Boys and Girls Next Door, who stayed there the entire yeah, two was years. The whole time. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, she asked like, hey, is it true that you've only dated people that were on Terrace House <laughs> since you were on Terrace House the first time? And Sane is like, yep. Since I was 25, all the people I've dated have all been Terrace House cast members, which I love. And and Hana's like, okay, well, who do you like right now? Like, who's in the house right now? And uh, she's like, oh, Shion has a cute face. Yeah. That's kind of it. He does. Uh, She says, the the pro snowboarder Taka is funny, and he has an older brother mentality, which is interesting that that's in the positive side. I don't don't know. Well, isn't isn't Sena the oldest? Yeah, I think by one year. Yeah, the old. Well, no, she's the oldest of like her family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, Taka's, and then the Taka's, Taka's the youngest, but like she still says that like she has an older brother mentality because mm. he's the oldest dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's gross, but I ship them. I want them to at least be very good friends. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but, and she says, but he can be stubborn. And then she yes. says, Shohei has the best balance. Oh. He's a musician and he sings, but okay. he's kind of lame when he's home. <laughs> I mean, anyone can be lame at home. That's true. The thing is, though, is that Shohei still tries to be cool when he's at home. 
I know, by singing short and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Very man. weird. It's, yeah. So she does mention, it's like, hey, this dude's really hot when he's on stage and he's singing, though. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's the thing that she's actually going to go for. It seemed like in the last episode, she was stubbornly like, well, Shohei's the only one left. So I guess that's who I'm going for. Yeah. But it seems like she actually is maybe interested in him. So we'll see what happens. But Shohei is kind of locked into Ami at the moment. I'm surprised that Shohei is not locked into Sena. I know. I mean, maybe. Don't you feel like a person who wants to be famous as desperately as he does? <laughs> yeah, actually. Would be interested in the most famous person. Would be one hundred percent into Sena, yeah. I mean, maybe he's gonna try try to be with Ami and then when that doesn't work out, he's gonna go to Sena because he seems like that kind of person. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's the reason why Taka hasn't been pursuing Sena is because she does he doesn't want to give her the impression. Mm. Or maybe he just doesn't think about that stuff. I don't know. Who knows? Guys being dudes. I don't know, man. Guys being dudes. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Um. Anyway, we cut to the panel after that, and uh, they're, they're obviously very happy with the conversation between Sena and Hana. They they seem to imply they don't say outright, but they seem to imply that they find the opening doors crew like really boring at the moment. Which is interesting because I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I. I think like. You know, it's been how many years since Boys and Girls Next Door? Like, obviously, you're going to look back on that with a lot of nostalgia and a lot of, like, rose-tinted glasses kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, those people are... like, six. Yeah. Those people are as famous as they are now because they were on that show six years ago, you know? And these people are just appearing on this show for the first time. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure in a few years we're going to look back in Yudai and be like, damn. Look at how he got his start. Just that, yeah. Yeah. He's still doing nothing, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> Tokui does bring up a good point that I, I wanted to throw out there, that um, Shion definitely did avoid saying that he actually likes Tsubasa when asked about it. Um, mm-hmm. he, he says, like, oh, maybe he's just waiting for the right time or whatever, but, like, at the moment, he has not said it outright, uh, and when, when asked directly about it, he still is not answering directly. So that, that is kind of a... a a negative point against Xi'an at the moment. We'll see how that turns out. I want to believe, though. I want to believe, too. I want to believe so hard. Um, and after that, we have the last scene. It, it's We cut to Subasa, and she's in the girls' room by herself. Uh, it's snowing heavily outside, and Shohei uh, walks in. We, we hear the knock at the door, and Shohei walks in, which I was bummed about, because I, I just I was hoping it was going to be Xi'an, and like something was going to happen like right at the end there. Um, but no, it's Shohei, and he walks in. He, he says, I just wanted to see the girls' room. Uh, and he goes, Wow, Weird. it sure is snowing a lot. And like, yep. there's this thing, you'll notice it happen. I've, I've picked up on it at least, where Shohei does this thing where when he has something that he really wants to talk about, he will say as many things that are unrelated to the thing he wants to talk about first to try and avoid the thing that he actually wanted to say. Which like, just, I do that too. <laughs> like, it's not even like the thing he's asking is that heavy or that big of a deal. Like, just, just do it. Like, just say, I wanted to ask you about this Omni date that I'm going to go on. So anyway, he, he mentions all this extra random shit. And it's like, hey, have you heard about the 24th? The 24th being his date with Ami. And Tsubasa's like, yeah, I heard you're going somewhere. Uh, And Shohei's like, yeah, it's a a beautiful place. It's like a planetarium. And supposedly, you can see the most beautiful starry sky in Japan. That sounds like a pain in the ass. (laughs) I mean, it is probably very nice, to be totally honest. Yes. But me being Ami, that sounds like a pain in the ass. Right, exactly. Uh, he's, he's like, it's supposed to snow a bunch, so I'm going to need backup plans. And Tsubasa's is like, honestly, I think Ami would prefer somewhere really casual, not something like that. Uh, and true. Shohei's like, that's surprising. It's not. It's not surprising. Have you watched the show? 
That's the thing. I, I feel like in the episodes that have aired already, you could probably pick up that Ami is not into that kind of vibe. Yeah, they've already seen the episode with the bagel burger. Like it. Yeah. Mm, you know. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do your research. Agreed. That sounds weird because it's just watching people that you live with, but you know. Yeah. What I mean. Oh my god! What an interesting idea. Anyway, Subasa is like, hey, but Taka says that he likes Ami. Also, I love Subasa coming to the aid of Taka yep. here. And she's like, isn't that awkward? Taka seems like he would kind of care about that situation. And Shohei's like, no, 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 no. Like, we're both fine. We're he's like, oh, we're just guys. Like, it's it's totally fine. And Shohei says, I would honestly rather do this out in the open than behind his back, which sounds a little scummy, but it's true. <laughs> we said this, I think, the episode where he actually asked Ami out and like, you're only in Terrace House for so long. And if you're interested in someone and they're not in a relationship, like, go for it, you know? Yeah, basically. So anyway, that's the episode. That's how the episode ends. Yeah. And then the door closes and I'm like, I'm screaming. Yeah. I'm screaming because I got to see Taco without a mustache and he looks so much better. (laughs) And I really want him to not grow it out. But maybe he grows it out because it gets cold on the slopes. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's the reason that he had it in the first place. It's just maybe. that one part of his face got really cold. When yeah, he, he kept getting cold sores on his top lip. So he was like, I'll just grow it out so that it doesn't get so cold. Yeah. Yeah. Winners and losers. Oh, uh, okay. This is, this is going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. Let's start with Shohei. Winner. Shohei wins? No, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I got him confused with Xion. This is fucked up. Yeah. Um, Shohei. I... Shohei loses. I also think he loses. I don't. He doesn't understand Ami. He doesn't understand Ami. It's going to be a disaster. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> it's gonna, the date's going to be so bad. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, that's a good point. He's uh, he doesn't understand Ami. Mm-hmm. He he said that shitty thing to Taka when the cameras were rolling in the beginning. Yes. And it was like, it's not funny, but all right. Yeah. The good thing he does is is the helping Subasa. Yeah. But that's kind of it. Yeah, that's it. Like two two versus one. Mm-hmm. He loses. Yeah. But he did. That was cool of him to be the contortionist guy in this one like Osha's Eleven heist. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool of him. Who do you want to do next? So Sena. Sena wins. I think so. I don't I don't think so for me. No. Oh, my God. OK. Sena wins for me because she 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 tried her best. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe with the, with, right. the informa- with the information given, she tried her best. No, 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 don't second guess yourself. Follow your gut. If you if you think that she loses, tell me why she loses. Because I think I think she wins only because like she really did try to play like devil's advocate for everyone. I I just kind of I mean it's kind of exactly what I said before. Like I think the same effect is really good in one on one conversations. Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. I but get I that. think putting I think Taco was more receptive to it because Taco is a person who can handle that kind of thing. But Ami yeah, was clearly Ami. super uncomfortable in that situation. And I think it only made things worse. And there is, I think, a world in which that relationship could have worked out. But I think that that confrontation in itself was so bad that it is going I to prevent the Ami that. and yeah. Taka thing from ever happening. I can see that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that in itself warrants her to lose in my book. Mm-hmm. But... But I can see that not being a good thing because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. She's an iffy win for me. Yeah. So she's neutral this episode. Neutral. Yeah. True neutral. Yeah. Do Xion. Xion 
wins. Sean wins. Wins. He wins. Yeah. He had a good. He had a good birthday. Yeah. He, uh, he's going on a cool date. He made the coffee perfectly. He made perfect coffee. He made perfect coffee. He's good. He's gonna win. Yeah. Cool. That was easy. That was easy. Uh, Taka. Taka reluctantly wins from my book. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he shaved. Yes. But it wasn't for the right reasons. I think. Mm. Personally. Right. Yeah. But he did shave, and he did do everything that Ami asked. Yes. Of him. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, she doesn't want to be with him. Well, first of all, it's her, it's her decision, but it's also like she can't fall on to on the excuse of like he didn't try. Yeah. He wasn't shy. He let that top lip fly. <laughs> um, that rhymed. Uh huh. And <laughs> and I think yeah, I think he wins. Yeah. I the agree. one thing that I, that I would have him not do is like maybe not have said all that stuff in front of everyone else to Ami. That was a little weird. But mm. maybe that was him trying to get back at like, oh, something might happen yeah. <laughs> at Shohei. Which like is kind of scummy, but I get it. I think he was just being pressured by Santa. He uh... was not going to be able to get out of that conversation without saying that kind of stuff. It needed to be said and she kind of backed him into a corner where he had to say it then and there. I see that, yeah. Ooh, Sana's getting like an iffier win from me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it that way. Yeah. Um, I, I do I, wins, I do think that all of the stuff that he said, I agree with you. All of the stuff that he said should have been said in the last episode. Oh yeah. Definitely. But it has more it has more more weight now because he doesn't have all that facial hair. <laughs> it has less weight now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be said more clearly because the sun waves aren't hitting against his his yeah. mustache hairs. Yeah. Totally. Only a little bit. I don't know how. I don't know how. That no, that's works. that's exactly it. You got it. Okay, you got cool. it right on. Thank you very much. Ami. Uh, Ami. I want Ami to win, but I think she loses. I also have her as a loser. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she loses because I don't know. It just seemed she had a good birthday. It's her birthday, and I was almost gonna give her a pass because it was her birthday. <laughs> the, but, oh, the birthday win. Yeah, the birthday win. But the way she handled it was the handled the whole like Sana situation. Not not the the whole Taka situation was kind of just messy. Yeah, I think this is a this is a a lose that like comes from episodes and episodes behind of like her trying to like this is the house that Adam built, you know, mm. kind of like you said this, but then you wanted this, but then you yeah. said you like this, but then I did this and you didn't like that, and it's like okay, well, it's a it's a house of cards, but the yeah. cards are wins, and all of the wins have now tumbled over and, and created it's a, a loss. Lose. Yeah. yeah, it's a loss. I kind of feel that too. I think like we, we talked about it pretty extensively in the last episode, but like yeah. I like Ami a lot. I like Ami's presence on the house. I think it's really interesting. I think she's like just a very cool person to have in the house. Um, mm-hmm. Partially because of what she says, how absolutely fucking out there it usually is. And also yeah. what she doesn't say. Her non-reactions are just as interesting as her reactions. Yeah. I think in this case, if she does not want to keep talking about the Taka situation, she needs to be upfront about it in the way that she expects of... A potential romantic partner. Yeah, exactly. And like, not to say that, not to say that she has to date Taka. She doesn't. Like, oh my she's, god, no. Yeah. yeah, she's like allowed to be like, no, you're 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 five years too old for me. That's why I said that I wish you were five years younger. Right. But she just needs to be clear because that's apparently that's what she likes in in guys. But she also likes for them to not pay attention to her. So it reminds me a lot of like of how I was when I was nineteen. Well, she's twenty now. When I was twenty, mm-hmm. I feel her. But she loses this time. Yeah. 
there's a really nice moment in the panel where I, I think the first time they've acknowledged this, where they try and reconcile all of Ami's rules. <laughs> yeah. For what she wants out of a potential romantic interest, uh, which is very funny. Anyway, the last person is Subasa, and she is a she's a winner, winner chicken dinner. Our perfect golden child. She she's is perfect. Unbelievable. I wonder if there's anyone out there. Li- if you're out there and you listen to this podcast and you don't understand why we always let Subasa win. And why we think she's perfect. I would love to have you unsubscribe from our podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, she she hasn't done anything bad. No, she's done maybe maybe like her getting angry at, at like Sana coming into the house. But then oh. like literally ten minutes later, she was like, "Oh, you're super nice." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, f- uh, five really minutes good. of of spite. Followed. Five minutes of spite, which is like surrounded big- by literal months of goodwill <laughs> but she was also like oh i'm so angry that she's here i'm gonna move all my stuff so she can have more space in her closet <laughs> <laughs> and it was like yeah that's 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 a very productive pissed off mode wow you're really nice even when you're angry what's going on yeah oh, she's very good and that's that's that slick app yeah that's a slick app Cool. Yeah. Hey, thanks to everyone who <laughs> listened. We did all this stuff in the beginning, so we don't have to do it again. Which yeah, is cool. we did. Yeah. Oh, I will shout out one thing. Go to theworstgarbage.online. Ooh. That's all I'll say. Oh, get online. Theworstgarbage.online. Do you have anything you want to say? Um. Or talk about? Or do? What are your hopes and dreams? My hopes and dreams. Well, my dream right now is for me to be able to wash my hair and go to sleep. It's 107 degrees in Texas, so I'm just made of grease. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to go to bed and then wake up and tomorrow I'm going to Puerto Rico. So that's awesome. I'm excited. Very happy for you. If anyone's in Puerto Rico, hit me up. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, maybe. I'm from there. Tweet me at Irie Smile. Call me. Beat me. If you want to reach me. me. Cool. OK. Hey, uh, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the Internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caperti. You can find me on the Internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. 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 Garbage dot online.